Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. The purpose of the Method to the Madness is use science to answer the questions that are out there in physical fitness and health and get to the real deal, cut through the myths, and really talk about the real issues, hence the name, The Method to the Madness. I want to thank our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 280 five-star reviews on Zillow. They handle commercial. They handle personal. They're phenomenal. If you need any help, give them a shout at 386-451-2412. All right, so I've been opening up the podcast to questions lately. It's been a lot of fun. I'm going to continue to do that this week. I asked on the internet, on social media, what are some questions that everybody had. Came up with some really, really good ones and um, a, a whole bunch of good ones, actually. And I'm going to handle them this week, but I must say two of them really jumped out. I think they're critical. They're very important. And the one I'm going to cover today is a question that was asked that said, can I explain the difference between free weights, machines, pros and cons, you know, different things that uh, they've heard through the years. And uh, I think that's fantastic. So let's dive in to that. The thing I always start with when I talk about the different modes of strength training, whether it be free weights, dumbbells, selectorized machines, bands, tubes, props, kettlebells, whatever, is that the muscles are not prejudiced. So the first thing we have to understand that as far as stimulating the muscle tissue, the muscles have no idea what we're using to do that. All right. So when we're talking strength training, in my world, it's called DCER. Dynamic Constant External Resistance. So as long as that applies, any load will work. All right. So dynamic means moving. Constant means that the load doesn't change. 10 pounds is 10 pounds. 30 pounds is 30 pounds. External means it's got to come from outside your body. So it's got to be an extra load than you're currently used to. And then I think we all know that we're talking about resistance. So DCER, dynamic constant external resistance. If whatever we're using works in within that, we are going to get stimulation to the muscles. So in order for muscles to grow, they need to be stimulated further than they've been stimulated in the past or stressed beyond what they've been stressed in the past before. So that can be free weights, that can be machines, that can be body weight, as long as we're doing like putting our body in a position to go against gravity, then we're going to get more growth. That's called the overload process. Now, having said all that, there are pros and cons to each. But I do have to make it abundantly clear that resistance is resistance. 
There isn't one set of resistance that's better than another. We've gotten a little bit better about that in the last couple decades or so, maybe in the last decade. Prior to that, there were the big battles and maybe they're still going on. I just don't happen to see them or pay attention to them. But, you know, there was the, the free weights versus the machine guys. And that was a big battle. Now, here in Daytona Beach, we live very close to Lake Helen, which is near DeLand. And a lot of people that live here don't even have a clue that the founder of Nautilus actually started his company right here in Lake Helen, Florida. So that's where Nautilus Inc. pretty much got going and that's where its main uh, factory was. And I know a lot of the people that work there. So I got to know a lot of the inside on selectorized machines. A lot of people just think that Nautilus machines and then all of the uh, you know similar machines now like Cybex and Life Fitness and Precore and all that are simply machines that you can put a pin in to get more resistance. You don't have to load plates on a bar. But that's not entirely true. That's part of it. And that's why they're called selectorized. But then, because you can just select the plate. But then the other part of it is they actually have a cam attached to them. So as the chain or cable is pulling, it's pulling against the cam that keeps the load at its greatest peak on the muscles. All right. That's why. Actually, that's how Nautilus got its name because the cam that the chain wraps around looks like a Nautilus shell. So it keeps an even strength curve the whole way. For example, and I'm not going to spend the whole time on this because this is a three-hour podcast all in itself when I start talking about the engineering of selectorized equipment. But for example, if you're doing a biceps curl, and you're holding a barbell at the bottoms like you would, you're at full extension, your biceps are actually at its weakest point when they're fully extended, strongest point when they're maximally contracted. So if you're holding a barbell and you're fully locked out, you're gonna initiate a movement, which is hard to start a movement. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion or like to stay in motion, so it's hard getting going. Now you're getting going with the weakest part of your muscle. That's what happens when we do, say, a barbell exercise. That's not accommodated for. But if we get on a machine that has a cam, the cam is designed to where when the biceps are at its weakest point, there's the least amount of resistance. As it starts pulling up into its strongest point, there's the maximal amount of resistance. That is why most machines, not all, you have to check, check the label, but most are called variable selectorized resistance machine because the load varies based on the strength curve of your muscles. Now, Arthur Jones, who again founded Nautilus right here in Lake Helen, Florida, was a genius when it came to that stuff and he revolutionized the industry. All right, so there is a difference with the machines and free weights right off the bat. Again, I know a lot about it because I knew the people, I knew his medical director very well, which was Dr. Michael Fulton, who owns Green Acres now, he's a great orthopedist. And then now his son has pretty much taken over a lot of the practice. Brent, know, I know them, good people. So I got to know a lot about this part of the industry. Now, does that mean they're the best? No. What it does mean is they've got their perks. And I want to get into the pros and cons of all of this. But just that little detour was so you understand 
that there's more to these strength machines than simply having to not have to balance the weight and to put a pin in the stack and go. There's more to it than that. So now that you know that, we can now go further. All right, so the best form of strength training, the best mode of strength training is number one, the one that you have the most access to and are going to use on a regular basis. Resistance is resistance. I'm fortunate. So a lot of people, you know, that don't know me, maybe don't understand how I kind of developed my whole gym, but it really was a collection of things that I like. I mean, my main thing is I've always told people I'm a trainer, not a gym. Like, and I got out of the gyms pretty early in my career because for two reasons. One, I always got annoyed. I always got bothered by people when I was training people and people would come up to me and talk to me or stare at my clients or bother my clients. And I'm a perfectionist. So that got under my skin. And then the second part was that the gyms that I trained people at always wanted more of a cut. And hey, that's okay. That's business. But when I looked around, I went, wait a minute, I'm really not utilizing them at all other than a place to train. So it would make more sense. I just got my own place to train. It's not like they referred clients. I mean, I was doing pretty well with that on my own. So I got my place. And once I got my place, I decided to put in there what I use, what I like, what I think is best, what works best for me. And that's what I did. And it's a uh, collection of different machines and free weights and dumbbells and a few kettlebells and a uh, cable machine, a multi-purpose machine, uh, pull-up bars, dip bars. I mean, those are the things that I like. All right. So the first part is use what you have, understanding that all loads of resistance can be good. I mean, you have to be able to increase a load to get better. That's one thing people have to understand. So I'll start right there. We'll start with body weight training. A lot of people love body weight training. Here's the thing with it though. You can improve your endurance for sure. Okay. I'm talking about body weight squats, pull-ups, push-ups, dips. You can absolutely improve your endurance because endurance means doing more reps with the load you have. So if you can do 10 push-ups and you continue to do more push-ups, you're increasing your endurance. But to get stronger, you have to have load. You have to get some form of dynamic constant external load. So to get stronger, what are you going to do? Well, you can add a backpack. You can hold a dumbbell between your legs if you're doing pull-ups and all that. And I know for some people, they're like, well, I can't even do a pull-up. So just doing one is getting stronger. That's true. But what happens when you hit a certain point? All right. So the pros of body weight training is it's mobility, meaning you can do them wherever you go. And trust me, I think they're great. I do them a lot when I train outside, when I find different trails to hike on. I like to finish my hikes with different forms of body weight training. I'll do some dips off the rocks. I'll do push-ups. Uh, you know, if there's a low enough hanging tree, I'll do pull-ups. If not, oh well. Do body weight squats, walking lunges. It is great stuff. So mobility is its pro. The con is you don't have external load to add. The second would be, and these aren't in any order because they're all great. The second would be, let's just go to machines. Machines are great for a lot of reasons. You can set the pin and go. So that does make it more convenient. You don't have to load bars. You don't have to put collars on bars. A lot of times in gyms, there's more machines than free weight. So if somebody's using, using the free weight bar and there's only two or three, 
you don't have access to more. So you don't have to worry about all that. So there is a convenience factor for sure. The second thing is they're easier to learn how to do. So you can really just put your emphasis on pushing harder, going to failure without having to worry about like maintaining your posture as much or am I doing this right? Because there's more technique involved in free weights for sure. So you can just really put your energy into pushing harder. All right. For people that have had low back pain or got a client in here right now, one of our great sponsors, Mr. Hawk, you know, he broke his ribs. So sitting on a selectorized machine is going to reduce the amount of extra body movement so we can continue to train through certain things. So they're great for injuries. They're great for keeping your back supported and they're great for ease of use. And no question you can add load. I mean, I have had a few clients that have maxed out the stacks on my machines, but not for very many reps. So very hard to run out of load. The downside is, and this is kind of where the question came from, from a person, because he wanted to know about stabilization and using all of the uh, synergistic muscles and stuff. So this question came from somebody who's already pretty well uh, aware of stuff. And that's true. So you don't get a lot of extracurricular muscle groups involved. You don't get a lot of extra core training because you're you're pretty much stabilizing the load as you sit in the machine. You don't get a lot of the synergistic muscle help. For example, when you're doing a leg extension, you're not really working on any kind of balance type stuff for your quads and glutes and hamstrings. So that's taken away. So the pros are ease of use, ability to increase loads pretty easily, convenience. Um, the cons are you do lack some of the stability, some of the balance that you're going to get from doing especially standing free weights. But again, there are certain exercises you re really can't do without machines. I mean, how are you going to strengthen your quads without a good leg extension? I mean, I always argue that with people. They'll say, well, squats. It's like squats is absolutely one of my favorite exercises, but it's very hard to isolate. Isolate, meaning purely isolate your quads and especially one head of your quads on a squat exercise. Moving the free weights. Free weights are great. And let's just start with barbells. Barbells have the benefit of being able to do the big multi-joint exercises that are going to recruit all of the large muscle groups like your hips, your glutes, your quads, your hamstrings if you're doing squats or deadlifts and recruit your pecs, your shoulders, and your triceps if you're doing bench press. Recruit your lats, your rhomboids, your biceps if you're doing bent rows. So they're great for that. You're going to get a lot of muscle recruitment when you do the big free weight exercises. You also get a lot of core training because if you're doing them properly, then you're learning or you have to keep your spine straight and your chest up. So that requires you to work your core. You're getting a lot of stabilization because most of the time you are on your feet. Or even on a bench press, you're balancing the loads from your right leg to your left leg, especially as the loads get heavier. You're getting the stabilization. You're getting the balance. You obviously can increase load on free weights. The cons are harder to learn how to do correctly, absolutely need proper instruction. Um, of course, with the trainer here, that's no big deal. We show people, but they are harder to get to know. You also need a spotter for sure on heavier exercises where on a machine 
you can just simply stop the push and it's going to stop like you just bring it back in there's pretty it's kind of hard to get hurt on a selectorized machine i mean anything's possible but it's pretty hard so you do need a spotter you need to be more careful with the free weights uh, the portability you can't move them around quite like you can with your body weight exercises but obviously you can't move your machines around either so the big difference really is then the stabilization. But again, best of both worlds. I mean, I believe in using all of it when you have access to it. Like isolate the muscles on machines, do more stabilization exercises with free weights. Now segueing into dumbbells, which are really a part of free weights. They're just free weights. They're just loads. Dumbbells, though, have a little extra perk to them where you can do a lot of single arm stuff so you can really work on muscle imbalances with dumbbells let's say on a bench press or a bilateral chest press you're pushing everything out you don't know if your right is doing more than your left dumbbells you're able to work through that they're very portable you don't need a lot of weight typically i mean it's like everything else you need more weight than you've used before but with lighter dumbbells, if that's all you have access to, you can do higher reps. So that'll help you. So they're pretty portable. You need a lot of training on them, how to do them right, just like free weights. There's no doubt that they require more instruction. Somewhat spotting. I mean, there are exercises you should have a spotter with with dumbbells, especially dumbbell chest press, anything where you're laying on your back. But you don't necessarily need as much of a spotter as you would with free weights where you're especially going heavy. You can work on the balance and you can work on the synergistic muscle groups just like the other types of free weights. So that's good. And again, extremely convenient because a lot of places have dumbbells. So, and if you're wondering about kettlebells, I mean, there's nothing special about them. They're really just dumbbells with long handles. You know, that's all they are. And it's so funny. Kettlebell training. It's like, okay, great. But they're really just dumbbells with long handles. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also nothing special about it either. So, you know, they're great. So I hope you learn that the biggest difference is really between or is about convenience. It's about, you know, harder exercises to do, meaning you need more training with the free weights and dumbbells. More isolation though, so the, the big two is going to be more isolation with machines, but more synergistic and stability and balance using free weights. So that's like the biggest difference between the two to answer this person's question. And they're all great. It just depends on what you're using them for. All right. The method to the madness. What are you using it for? All right, so now let me thank, once again, Zach and Jeff Hawk of Overhead Door of Daytona Beach, the best garage door company around, the best customer service. You can take that to the bank. If you need any help, give them a shout at 386-226-3820.